and I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. It's an opportunity for you to call in and ask me any question that you might want to ask a counselor or a therapist. And even though it's not therapy, it's not personal therapy, it's an opportunity for you to get some tips free of charge and maybe put you on a better path, maybe give you a better night's sleep, maybe uh, help you reflect on something that you're doing that may be contributing to parenting problems or relationship problems, or maybe it's not you. Maybe you have a cantankerous parent and you're the caretaker and you don't know how to set boundaries and you need a little help with that. Pick up the phone and give me a call and you can always jot down my number. Toll free 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll free 1-877-DR-KENNER. You can also go to my website drkenner.com and see articles I've written and books I recommend and a book that I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke on romance. And you can listen to a podcast if you've missed something or want to hear something again. Here is an email that I received from John. See what you do in this situation. Dear Dr. Kenner, Several years ago, my wife, Julie, pursued a co-worker, Andy, who lived roughly a hundred miles away. They exchanged phone calls and romantic cards. When I confronted her, Julie claimed that nothing physical had happened. She promised me that she would tell me about any future contact between them, and she said she was committed to our marriage. Unfortunately, I now have evidence that Julie and Andy's relationship is continuing, and although I can't prove it yet, I suspect that they were together last weekend when they both attended a company-sponsored event in Andy's town. Even if I'm wrong, it seems to me that my inability to trust her means that our marriage is doomed. Would you advise me to cut my losses or confront her and give her the opportunity to once again lie to me? Thank you. John. Well, there's also the possibility, John, that if you confront her, that she may want, if if she is cheating on you, uh, she may want the opportunity to tell you the truth, too, because it's a lot of weight on a person when they lie. They don't like living with themselves. They don't like sleeping with themselves. And the more they they lie, the deeper they get into lies. So here's, um, here's one direction you could go. First, be very supportive of yourself. I wouldn't do anything with a knee-jerk reaction. You've already been in a long-term marriage, so you want to give this some thought. You know, unless you find something definitive, uh, you did say you found more evidence. So let's say the evidence that you found was you found two more semi-romantic emails from Julie to her co-worker, Andy. What I would do is gather more information, and that includes asking her about the weekend, and observing her, a lot of the data we get is not so much the hard data in uh, emails or a card, a romantic card that's sent. I mean, that's certainly evidence, but it's a person's response too. And we all know some universal responses when people lie, what they might do. They can get really angry or shift the topic or whatnot. And, or sometimes you can tell when they're leveling with you. And sometimes we can be off. Sometimes people are very good at lying. And sometimes people are very nervous and look like they're lying when they're not lying. So you need to use your own best judgment. And of course, it might be clouded by your hurt and anxiety and anger. But So uh, what I would do is ask her 
the way you ask her about her relationship with Andy really, really, really matters. If you come in like a bat out of hell and you accuse her, you say, you slept with Andy this weekend, didn't you? You know, what's going to happen? Even if she did and wanted to come clean, that's not an invitation that invites her to to say so. Uh, She's likely to become defensive. So another route you can go, you might need to think about ways to phrase this in your own words and find the right mood for yourself, is to feel more like you're curious, you're an investigator, and you want to put her at ease enough that she would level with you. If if she's going to, uh, you could say, Julie, I've been having a very difficult time lately. I, and I don't know what your evidence is, but let's say it's two more romantic emails. I found two more romantic emails that you sent to Andy and I'm torturing myself thinking that you were possibly with him this weekend. Let me know if that is or is not the case. And please don't be afraid to hurt my feelings. We both need to deal with the truth openly. That would be the best gift to me and to yourself. Now, if Julie lies to you, if you see that evasiveness, that quick changing of the subject or getting angry at you or maybe even that sweet phoniness, that gives you more information. And I would then... Then you're looking more towards the direction of parting ways. And in the book that I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke, it's called The Selfish Path to Romance. It means self-esteem path to romance. How to love with passion and reason. At the end, we have uh, a nine-point um, suggestions in uh, a section called How to Part Ways and Start Over if you see being soulmates. And it's a very organized way to put your thoughts together. You identify the reasons you're considering a divorce. You consider the barriers. You make a final decision. And you have to break through the barriers. You know, people feel maybe fear being alone or the financial ties or maybe you have kids or maybe you you feel guilty breaking your vows. You know, you need to deal with each of those independently. Um, so that's if you're going in the direction of separating So I want to pause now to just talk a little bit about affairs because is there a possibility that you could stay together? Um, So the feeling of an affair, to feel that the partner, your lifetime partner is lying to you and will continue to do so and you have some evidence that this has happened leaves an enormous pit in your in your gut or your stomach. Uh, affairs, even emotional ones, mean that all that delightful, delicious, emotional intimacy that makes partnerships so special, that makes you feel loved, that makes you feel valued for what you value in yourself to feel important, to feel cherished, has shifted to the other person. And what you're left with in that type of a marriage is the shell of your hopes of is the shell of what was once maybe a warm and supportive loving bond when you first met so do you need to get divorced you know that really depends you don't want to do it on a suspicion you want to clarify your own thinking get more evidence if you go the route of wanting to rebuild trust i'm going to recommend two other books one is the book getting past the affair and the other is after the affair uh, you can look those up online and they talk about ways to build rebuild trust and that would take a lot of julie's effort to rebuild your trust and both of you looking at things that possibly went off track in the relationship and learning how to grow from them rather than to uh, jump ship 
And so sometimes you need to jump ship and hopefully have a wonderful life raft to catch you. And sometimes you need to, you, you can grow tremendously with one another. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. You can give me a call right now. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. I'm a clinical psychologist. Again, toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. DRKENNER.